I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. This is a special uh, mini episode of Dispatches from Fort Awesome. And uh, this uh, this week, or uh, this episode, my guest is Elizabeth Scholey. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me, Jason. So you were on the episode of News Radio Goofy Ball. And if people can't tell, I'm talking to you via Skype because, uh, well, you're you're not uh, you're not quite available here. I'm far, far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you what do you remember about filming this episode? You're, I mean, you you and the other women who are in this episode, who are in that yeah. elevator, are there throughout the whole episode, which is a really funny bit. Uh, yeah. What do you remember about shooting it? Oh, I have good memories. Everybody was really really sweet and kind and kind of really welcoming and um, kept us apart like you know felt us we were part of the crew the whole time and had lunch with us and between breaks sat and spoke with us the whole time and made us feel really comfortable which was really nice Um, I have warm memories of Phil um, was especially warm and, and made sure we all were comfortable and had uh, some fun conversations with him. Yeah. And um, and Andy too. We had lunch together, and um, yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice, and it was like we were part of the whole whole team that day. So so we have I have nothing but good memories. That's nice. What what were your what was your acting experience like before doing this? I mean, what was where, how did they find you? Um, I had. I had done a, I was kind of doing a little circuits of little one-liners with uh-huh. NBC. And I had, I did a little bit on Seinfeld um, and Friends. And then I got the call for the news radio. Um, and um, they were just small little parts, but they were amazing shows. I hadn't had um, really any experience. Seinfeld was the first uh, speaking part I had done. Mm-hmm. Um, and he cast that himself, so that was great. Um, and then NBC called me in for Friends, and then and then they did that for Goof, Goofy Ball. I was modeling in in LA at the time, and um, and I found myself a manager. I wanted to do more acting, and I was uh, auditioning a little bit here and there, but um, you know, I it was just these small little parts. I was I was getting uh Uh, you know 20 years later it's really funny because the the shows were huge shows so i still get mail from from those little parts (laughs) um so it's amazing but i guess i was lucky that i was had a little taste of it and i had you know really amazing shows and huge fan bases and so um so it wasn't so bad no (laughs) i i I can i can imagine that's that's 
that's amazing that you know to to go from from modeling and then have an interest in acting and the the things that that you you get thrown into are really big. I mean, news radio, unfortunately, while it's my favorite show of all time, didn't get as much exposure as it could have. Um, right. Although you, you you had a few lines in this, correct? In this episode, yeah. So that's not yeah. bad. We just kind of kept kind of coming in and out of that elevator, and <laughs> and yeah, it was silly, but it was um, it was fun. It is such so. a silly moment. Did they at any point? I mean, for twenty two minutes, they they leave your characters in the elevator. At any point, did anybody bring up how <laughs> goofy that was and and ask them to explain it? Because that would have been my first thought. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> we just did what we were told to do. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it goes fast when you're filming it. So it's all live and the audience is there. So, um, it's, it's, it's not like we were left hanging too long, you know, sure. kind of goes pretty quick and you have the energy of the audience. And, and, um, so, um, so it's fun, you know, D and but, um, but it was great to have this moment with, with, um, um, with little, bits of memories like Andy took us all out to lunch and Joe Rogan was with us and uh, got to sit and talk and kind of brainstorm their minds and hilarious, you know, and kind of just kept us in the mix the whole, whole time. And um, so, uh, yeah, so it was really enjoyable. It was, it, it was probably the one where you felt a part of it more than any of the others were you kind of did, you know, a little bit and then you went and sat in your room. This was more like we were kind of all, yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I I wonder if that was a virtue of having to be on set the entire time. I don't I don't know how it works, but um, that's that's pretty interesting that that they involved you, even though it was a you know a relatively small part for right. one episode. Um, did you know any of the other women in the elevator with you before the shoot? No, no. We I I think some of them were other models. I know one of the, the one of the other girls was Australian. Right. Um, so they kind of came from other places, but it was a good group of girls and we just had fun. I remember uh, Phil kind of took us aside. He had asked me if I would be interested in going on a date with one of his good friends. <laughs> and, and I thought, OK, <laughs> um, I wasn't single, but um, who was his friend? And it happened to be Steve, Steve Martin, he was saying. Oh, and I gosh. just got a big giggle out of that because I thought Steve Martin, it just kind of took me back to when I was a little girl and I had his album, his comedy album. I don't know if I'm older than you are, so you, but I don't know if you remember, but oh, he I, was like King Tut or something like Yeah, hmm. that that one right? would be Wild and Crazy Guy. I had my other podcast, the one that, that I started before this one is called Comedy on Vinyl. So it's all about that stuff. And I've been, oh, so great. Yeah, I, and yes. we just talked about that album about two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it's a great that's a great album. Yeah, it's hilarious, and, and and I remember my brother had it, and I was probably, I don't know, eight or something, and mm -hmm. we used to listen to this, and it just kind of took me back. And I and I just did this whole skit in front of Phil, and I thought, you know, first of all, what it would look like. I'm I'm I was like, you know, he's an old guy, you know, right. <laughs> and you know, I was like, I'm 20 something. I thought that, you know, that doesn't look so good for me. And, and then he kind of looked at me like, are you crazy? You know, Steve Martin. And I'm like, I know, but it's like a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily what I was thinking of. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I just blew that one. I don't know. Maybe I should have just went along with it. But, um, that was a good memory. I think, what did I do? I just kind of maybe made some wrong choices there. But. <laughs> were you now, were you there for a full 
uh, table read and everything and rehearsal and everything beforehand, I assume. Again, I don't know how they do smaller parts on these shows. Yeah, we did. We get to kind of kind of know what to expect. So um, so they did kind of involve us in that whole process, which was really nice. Uh, not usually on, on these smaller parts, you know. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld wasn't like that. They just kind of, you know, he would come, at, come, come by me and ask if I wanted to practice and rehearsing and stuff, which was just a joke because it was a little one-liner. Right, right. There's not too much rehearsing you could do with that, but... Um, but no, they were, everybody was, yeah, I think cause, because it was a new show and, and everybody was comedians and they were, you know, really warm and um, it was a different energy, but um, it was so light and, and yeah, relaxed, you know, the whole, the whole process. Mm -hmm. So I felt comfortable being new to, to this kind of thing. So well, that's, see, that's, that, that's a bonus. It doesn't always happen that way. Do you, um, did, had you heard of or seen the show before you got cast? No, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't know much. Uh, I knew a little, I knew of course, Phil and I knew, or I didn't know him, but I knew of him. Uh -huh. So that was huge. Uh, Andy Dick, I was, uh, I knew of, I'm not sure if Joe had done fear factor. Or not anything. yet. No, not yet. Right. So I don't even think I knew who he was. He was a little tough cookie, that one. I, I did have a little hard time with him because we had lunch together. And he kind of was, um, I think I was just way too sensitive for this business to begin with. <laughs> but, but he just, he was kind of a dick. And he was kind of like hurt my feelings, you know, oh, no. that kind of thing. Uh -huh. And I, I wish, I, I, I don't know. There was a guy that we were sitting there having lunch and, and I don't know if he was homeless. He was a street guy that kind of came up around because we were sitting out on an outdoor patio eating. And he started juggling and he was asking for a buck. And I remember I reached into my pocket and um, I don't know if the other girls did as well, but uh, me, I did. And I was going to give him some money. And Joe was like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. uh, I was going to give the guy some money. And he was like, don't do that. And, and I said, well, at least he was juggling and <sighs> trying to work for his buck, you know, or like entertain us a little bit. Yeah. Just asking us, begging us. And, and then he and then he just kind of went off on me and, and started saying a lot of hurtful things. I don't know. Oh, no. I was like, even the girls kind of jumped on me. I don't know if he thought it was funny. Uh -huh. and, but it, but, and maybe it was supposed to be funny, but, but what he was saying, I didn't think was funny. And it was, uh, I was really hurt. He was, uh, saying like, where do you come from? Are you a trailer park or, oh, no. you know, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And I, and I was just kind of like, I didn't know how to respond. I remember just kind of being okay. And the other girls kind of jumped in and kind of, you know, and I saw Andy too, kind of saw my reaction. Like, I didn't know where he was going with this, but it, and, and I took it so wrong. I wish I would have been able to kind of battle back a little bit but i um i wasn't able to at that uh, time uh -huh. i was you know i was kind of just uh but i know he's a smart guy and he's done really well now but i remember that was kind of like dude chill out you know <laughs> just a guy a buck you know but um i don't know maybe he was having a bad day or something it but, could, uh, be. could be could be could be <laughs> did you uh did you I don't know some people have a habit of this did you watch the show once it came on just did you sit around yes. with friends and watch it yes of course um, and uh, I have the box set and, and I followed it and um, yeah it was a great show 
It really is, right? It's underrated. I know. I know. I think maybe it just, you know, we hadn't, I don't know, how many seasons did it run? Maybe it just five. It got five, but they were just, they kept moving them around in the schedule. So it was always, you never knew when to find it. Right. Did you write for the show? No, no. I I was a teenager then. So, um, yeah, no, I was just, I was a, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I was a massive fan of it. It's my favorite show of all time. And then I just, uh, I met one of my friends here in LA who turns out also loved it. And I'm like, well, I do a bunch of podcasts. Would you like to do a podcast about that show with me? And he said, sure. So, uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you got a lot of things going on, Jason, I see, huh? A little too much. A little too much, which would explain why this morning I I screwed everything up and didn't have my equipment properly ready. And you were kind enough to uh, start late. Uh, so I should I should bring that up on the show because uh, you're very kind to, <laughs> to just stick around and do it anyway. Um, well, well, what? so how much of the show did you watch after? I mean, did you see most of it or, or uh, I mean, more episodes? I mean, did you, what was... What about the show appealed to you if you did continue watching it? Um, I I don't know. I was I think it probably was Phil himself was was someone I just loved watching mm-hmm. and um, um and of course I had to support the show that I had a little tidbit on. Mm-hmm. So um so I I uh, I just followed it and it, uh, same with the other shows. Um but none of them I had watched before. I just kind of was lucky and and you know um i don't know i was trying to do my thing but i was you know i i got out of la and ended up here in norway so um yeah i think i just maybe wasn't uh maybe cut out for it (laughs) i don't know know. it's not an easy uh, life I, i look back and i think god i did have some pretty great experiences and and what a chance to meet some of these amazing talents and be blessed with their presence. And, and um, yeah, I mean, come on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty fantastic. Did you get to meet any of the, the writers or the director? I'm assuming you met the director, but did you meet any of the writers? Mm, you know, I mean, I probably did, mm-hmm. you know. That's kind of hard to remember. It was 20-something years ago. Sure. That doesn't really stand out to me so much other than, um, yeah, the, just the experience of hanging out with all of them and, and, and uh, you know, the talks of Andy had. He was just so open and warm and shared his crazy life experiences. Mm. <laughs> he was just really open and it was hilarious. You felt when you left him, you felt, oh, my God, he's like, you know. I don't think there's nothing I don't know about him. And, <laughs> and I ran into him many times afterwards. I think we lived in the same neighborhood. So I'd run into him over by Ross or like, <laughs> and he always remembered me. And, and uh, so it was, it was nice. And I think that's really what they had was this really nice family that they kind of um, welcomed us in. And we all felt just as, as uh, welcome part of them, you know, which was an honor and very gracious and, for all of them to do that so that's awesome so that's awesome. yeah that's really great uh it's it's nice when i hear people who had you know you know one line or smaller parts on the show give a, a good uh you know just a, just a nice perspective about being on the show because you, you never know you you could be there on the one bad day you know and yeah. uh so but it, so it's nice to hear um yeah now, uh, do you have anything, uh, I, again, I, I, what, what do you do now? Do you have anything you want to promote? 
Um, I, you know, I started my own uh, skincare uh, line. Okay. I do. I, I make my own organic uh, skincare called Nature's Kindness. I can, yeah, I can recommend that and promote that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it online at naturescindness.com. Um, but I had to find something to do here because I uh, live way out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I live in a beautiful, amazing place, but there's mountains, snow-capped mountains all around me, and I have a salmon river in my backyard. And, wow. Uh, and um, living in nature, I think, inspired me. And um, I did do some modeling and some commercial work when I came. Uh, and then um, and then once I started having my children, I felt I needed to stay closer to home. And, sure. And I didn't like to leave so much. So I've been, I, you know, raising these little ones and that's been my priority and then I bought a ski rental up in the mountains so in the winter time I have a, a ski shop where I rent skis and sell skis and wax skis and wow and repair skis and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and that's what I do on that that season so I've kept myself busy and uh, I you know once in a while I dream that I'm on set again mm-hmm. and uh, and I kind of miss the I miss auditioning more than 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 anything. I think at, at the time, I auditioning was just so nerve wracking, and it was just yeah, it could be so stressful. But it, kind of removing yourself completely from that, and and um, I miss that. I miss the adrenaline rush. I miss making something and and working together with a huge crew, and everybody comes together to make something. Yeah. Uh, and all these creative minds around. That's what I miss more than anything. And there are some amazing shows here in Norway as well. I was well, going to ask. It's, it's, it's so different. It, they don't really... You know, first of all, I'm far away from Oslo, but I would have to kind of probably move to a city. But mm-hmm. but um, but when I did try, and when I first came here, I kind of was trying to find out through my modeling agencies and stuff. And, and it's kind of... Um, I don't know. I, there's not really acting agents and that whole thing, you kind of have to get into the system and they kind of use these actors repetitively or something like that. You kind of have to kind of be in it, but there's some amazing shows that are starting here as well that are are pretty cool. But um, then you have the language barrier and, you know, you hear that I'm an American, no matter how well Norwegian I speak. Uh uh Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) But anyways, you can dream still. Maybe one day when I'm, you know, I could play the granny part. <laughs> in an elevator, a grandmother in an elevator. There you go. Maybe a hot granny. I love it. Uh, well, Elizabeth Shelley, thank you so much for, for doing this. This is very kind of you, um, especially with the, the crazy time difference. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, um, please. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody go to natureskindness.com. You know, and and if you're ever in Norway and you're gonna go skiing, uh, depending on where you are, yeah, look look out for it. Yes, it was nice to meet you, Jason. It was very nice to meet you. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. 
have questions, call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit soulandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.